The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code HGP and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Join with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert. Is that a headband you're rocking? That looks sick. And Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? This is the new Hockey Gambling Podcast headband. I'm not sure if it's in the store yet. This was a prototype that, that I had to print and I had to test for him. But yeah, it, it looks good. You know, I wore it on a it Wednesday sick. show. So yeah, I want one. Can, how do I get one? I want one so badly. You're uh, not going to have to rock out <laughs> SGPN works for yeah, but uh, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off, guys. Flyers went up two nothing against the Capitals. Capitals are not a legitimate hockey team. They come back and they win five two. So I'm pissed off, but you know, you know what to say. It's better to be pissed off than pissed on. So here we go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, my night really depends on the something that's going to be transpiring during this podcast because I'm in the uh, let's call it the third smash spot of the season. I am uh, very heavy on the Devils winning this game against the Ducks. Mm -hmm. I think it's a very good spot for them. Ducks playing a tough game against the Sharks last night, coming down back to Anaheim, missing a bunch of guys. Cam Fowler went out early, so they had to play 5D. Like Minchikov and Gudis both played like 26-plus minutes. So I think they should be tired as fuck. Meanwhile, the Devils, two days rest. They they should be rare to go. Uh, beat this crappy Ducks team. Uh, so I'm going to be sweating that. I don't know why I'm doing this podcast right now because uh, I'll be fucking distracted. But anyway, uh, we'll, 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 we'll see the first period. We'll see how that period goes. And then uh, we'll go from there. But I'm one and one on these smash spots. The first one is notoriously the fucking Oilers against the Sharks early on in the season. They, 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 they shit the bed. And then uh, the other one was, was also Devils against the Capitals on a Wednesday night hockey. But yeah, hopefully this one goes uh, like the second one did. You're doing the show because you're a goddamn professional, Jolie. We all know that. Look at you. Look at that little square in the bar. You're, you're the peak definition of professional. You know, the right? uh, the virtue of a German is duty, right? We're, we're dutiful. So <laughs> yeah, we learned that one. Yeah. yeah, we know that. We're just doing our duty, doing what we we're told. Yeah, we know that. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing good, bro. I'm chilling. Like I've Honestly, I had just had a big cook session. I was cooking for like three hours, and I was just blasting tunes. The entire time, so I'm feeling good, and I kept it Canadian for a while there. I was blasting like "Protest the Hero," Alexis on Fire, Silverstein, you know, Ontario. If anything, just fucking ripping, you know. So I'm having a good time, feeling pretty good. I had a couple beers. My eyes look really like fucking. My eyes look like my girlfriend's eyes right now. I'm gonna leave it at that. But that's all good. We're ready to rock and roll here. Uh, I'm not big. I don't even smoke weed anymore, so I don't know what's going on. Maybe I'm just sleepy, but whatever. Um, all right, we're gonna go check out everyone. Check out the sports game podcast. Sorry, go say that's supposed to be tons of stuff in the world of sports. We got a 13 game slate set for the NHL tomorrow. That's gonna be absolutely electric here. Uh, what else is going on? We got we got basketball, they're doing their thing. We got baseball. Ryan, tell me there's something going on in baseball. What's up? 
Nothing really. Oh, oh Shohei Otani apparently got oh. married, and like no one knew that he had a girlfriend or anything. So this the superstar of the sport uh, just is just mm-hmm. man of mystery. But no, no, nothing else really going on with baseball. So if you're if you're Shohei, you're like yo prenup. Like you have to. No, this guy's getting bank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, depends on his girlfriend though. Unless it's like a Tom Brady and uh, Giselle situation. Yeah, she she could be she could, she could be yeah, more famous. I guess. It's fair. But maybe she's like maybe she's like the Beyonce Japan or some shit. We just don't even know. Whatever. Uh, what else is going on? Where we got golf. There's a, a pretty wild golf tournament going on right now. It used to be the Honda Classic. What is, I don't even know what they call it now. How's, C, how, how's Rory doing? Uh, how's your boy doing, Tally? Uh, last time I checked, I think he was like four strokes off the lead. So that's still our live. I also have a uh, Fitzy, Matthew Fitzpatrick, to finish top five at like plus 360, or sorry, plus 650. So I'm hoping that comes through for me. I also have uh, Ricky Fowler. I had a live bet. I put 25 bucks down. It pays off 1,750 bucks. And I think he's like fucking six strokes off the lead or something. So my boy Ricky's still alive too. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Julie, do you bet anything for that tournament or no? Uh, I couple live bets late yesterday um, Fitzpatrick also on him 45 to 1 and Tom Kim at like 30 to 1 so those are the guys nice. I'm riding thankfully I didn't bet Seb Stracker because I think he had a bad day today uh, I was thinking yeah I don't around. know if Just he made the cut mm-hmm. really that's how bad it was I saw you like, oh, I think he was like yeah. I didn't look at the cut line but last time I saw he was like even or some shit so there's no way I that know. makes it uh, oh, whatever uh, the uh, PGA- Lowry he could get his mm-hmm. revenge it was uh, him and Straka a few years ago, um, neck and neck. We were talking about that. Got a mention on the Golf Gambling Podcast for that Seth Straka win, too. Hell, yeah. It makes and sense, we'll think, though. We'll think... All right, go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. I was just no, going to say... I was going to change the subject entirely, so you go ahead. I'll top this off. You know, it's a, it's a windy course, so those Englishmen, they tend to do well because you know, they think of, like, in Britain, it's a lot of wind and shit, right? So guys like Laurie and Fitzy and... I hate to say it, but even Rory, you know, they're they're more accustomed to it. I suppose. That's true. Thanks. That's true. But the the irony was that uh, Shane Lowry fell apart when it started raining. I was like, he's from fucking Ireland. Why am I that screws? Does that out. make any sense? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Anyway. All right. What were you gonna say though? Uh, Freiburg and Bayern Munich. They they drew today. That was a huge win in the in the Bayer Leverkusen campaign. Um, so that that's still alive. Hopefully, they get the win against um. Cologne on Sunday, six thirty in the morning. I'll I'll try to wake up for that. But uh, who knows? I got I got a busy night tomorrow night too. <laughs> right on. Bro. Look at this guy over here. He's just busy every every night. He's this guy's no, he's not. He's just saying all this <laughs> shit. He's just gonna be sitting at home with his hand on his meat, shooting fucking lightning out of his ass. All right? You guys That's are fucking projecting. <laughs> projecting. You just want me to want to make yourselves feel better by yourselves. I'm going to be hard at work tomorrow, boy. That's all you need to know. Uh, all right, let's get this. Everybody go check out SGPN. We'll set space to be tons of stuff in the world. So be sure to listen to the other shows. Uh, shout out to everybody doing some work out there. Everybody's doing an awesome job. Shout out to boy Jeff Fox from the MMA Gambling Podcast. Uh, what else? Uh, check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles that he's pumping out uh, weekly. Those are awesome. We're in the dog days of fantasy hockey almost at the end here. So that'll give you a nice little advantage. Um, and of course, my shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's kicking ass. Everybody's in there having a good time, posting bets. Uh, I was in there earlier today, you know, just having a good time. Everybody's having a good time. But a little bit of bots. I hate these bots. But if you see a bot in oh, there, just tell them to fucking just tell them to suck your hog. Like that's kind of what we do is we be mean to them. But that's all right, you know. Like, so I, what do you? I see these bots. I'm like, what's your major malfunction? Like, why are we doing this shit? It's brutal. <laughs> but I don't know. Anyways, 
Shout out to all the friends, pals, and Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. If you want to get in there, reach out to myself and Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Uh, or you can reach out to the HTP Twitter account, social media assistant producer. We'll get you going. Uh, we'll tell you everything you need to do. Or what you can do is go to the imaginary bar with your imaginary friends. And when you're there, you'll see our boy Joel Meyer. <laughs> and when you're sitting there just doing nothing, talking to no one, he'll be right there with you. And he'll, uh, he'll, you can ask him how to get in the Discord and he'll fucking let you know. Fuck you. I was going to give you a pat in the back, but after that shit, I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to. Do it. I this need guy... one. I need one. All right. All right. Speaking of Discord and not making money or making money in this case, uh, Talon Jenkins called up Matthew Nice and plus 320. Anytime goals uh, on the, what was it, the the, 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 the last date at the, the Leafs beat yeah, the so Coyotes it, it, in regulation? Yeah, it was the 20-year anniversary of the last time the Leafs beat the Coyotes in regulation. Also happened to be Matthew Nice's birthday. <laughs> crazy the stars aligned and matthew scored too of course yes arizona yeah. trifecta baby that's cool and kerfoot scored these revenge game could have <laughs> planned it all if you had kerfoot matthews and nice and a parlay you'd be going to cabo on a fucking one-way t- ticket never coming back right now <laughs> yeah yeah, get in Discord. Always a good time in there, but you know it's it's a little you know combative at, at times, especially in the beginning. You just gotta prove yourself. You know, fight with it, and, and you'll be good in there. Be making <laughs> money. Uh, follow on Twitter at HockeySGPN, and uh, subscribe on YouTube as well as on Apple and Spotify. Love seeing the growth there, so we we appreciate all that. Is this our first show together since Joel and I carved that Yankee piece of fucking shit? I think oh, it is. Oh yeah, yeah. I mentioned oh, it. That was did you? What do you one? say? Did you bring it up? I brought up save the fact that for the end. <laughs> Why not now? Yeah. Talon brought it up. Uh, All right, go ahead. I'll bring it up again. Like this guy comes into town and then he's, he's touting his big parlay win, whatever. He finally won a bet. And then he, he starts accusing Talon of being a mega Nazi Trumpist guy. You know he's me. Like Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I, I yeah, nobody I loves that, uh, America more than this guy. Right, right. <laughs> and I just like that the, the rest of the Discord rallied against this fuck. Yes. And then we had a whole and also, after that. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> don't you dare speculate about that argument, Joel. Don't oh, you yeah. dare speculate, <laughs> god damn it. Brian, I see you speculating over there with your wicked headband. You're not safe my, either. I'm just telling I got you. Right my now. speculating headband on. I, I can't help it. <laughs> uh, Joel and I are just doing God's work, okay? We just want to make sure that every American knows, including you, Gilbert, that you guys fucking suck, all right? That's all we're saying. So as long as as long as we can continue to do that, the world will be a better place. You know, we're just doing we're just doing the work on behalf of every other country in the world. You know, take me in. I'll happily come up and move up to Canada. Take me in. Give me a passport. We, I'm good. We want you. We got enough giraffes. You stay there. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move down to our lock dogs. The totals from the last time we were all together. Good show. Good. That's two good shows we've had in a row, bro. Fucking Ryan killed it. Ryan went three and zero. Oh. I think that's twice in a row, right, Gilbert? I think I was two and one the yeah. show before, but yeah. It, okay, know, whatever. Back to back positive shows. I'll take that. Hell yeah. So Ryan went three and oh, up 3.77 units. Uh, myself, I went two and one up 2.10 units. Julie went two and one up 2.02 units. Collectively, we went seven and nine, which is pretty fucking wicked. Absolutely killing it. Uh, Gilbert, kick us off here, my man. What do you, what do you, seven get? and two? That sounds a lot better. Seven, seven and seven. What did I say? Seven, seven and nine? nine. Seven and nine. Yeah. My like bad. A, <laughs> like a mid football team before they, uh, <laughs> we're the Redskins. Shut up, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My lock was the uh, Sabres Panthers under six and a half minus 120 i think it was a three two and or no four three and 
which which what what day am I looking at? Oh, I think it was three two, wasn't it? I'm looking at Thursday instead instead of Tuesday. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a three two game. I'm pretty sure in overtime or not in overtime, but the Panthers couldn't get the puck line. Whatever that hit. Uh, my dog, my Flyers plus one hundred five against the Lightning. Easy win there, six two. And then my total. I went back and forth on the total in this one, but I went with the uh, Avs team total over three and a Good half point. at plus one hundred five. Ended up scoring one. They scored five. Five out of the six goals in that game. So, yeah, yeah 3-0 show. Uh, hopefully we can build on that. Indeed. Myself, I had the Jets in regulation against the Blues. Took care of them. No problem. Uh, I also had the dog. My dog was the Knights money line against the Leafs. That was a nice win. Great spot for the Knights. Uh, and They can really play up when they they, they really want to, even with their injuries. Um, yeah, that was a nice one there. And then the total, though, this is a bad beat. <laughs> uh, Ryan mentioned the, the Stars mm. in the Avalanche game. Over six and a half. There were six goals with like five minutes left in the second period. Not a single goal after that. Because, uh, yeah, in the third period, both both teams were playing the backups and the, the depth players. So not really going for a goal all too often. So uh, that was a bad beat. Would have been an, uh, an even better day. But I'll, I'll take this after, um, you know, two 0-3 days uh, uh, last week or whenever it was. Yeah, for myself, I had Nashville in regulation as my lock versus Ottawa. Uh, they kicked the uh, although. Wait, what am I looking at here? The fuck? What day am I on? Why am I? It was four one. It was four one. They kicked, they kicked the four one. Yeah, they kicked their asses. Okay, well, whatever I had pulled up isn't right. Oh, oh, I found it. I was on the twenty fourth for some reason. What's going on here? Whatever. They kicked their asses because Ottawa sucks. Ottawa was on a back to back. Corpusello played the night before because both goalies got ice time because uh, fucking. Buddy got pulled. That was shit. Uh, whatever. For my dog, Florida Puckline versus Buffalo. Um, do, 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 do Ryan was talking about this. this was a 3-2 final. I was praying, praying for an empty net goal here. I really thought Florida was going to come out a little bit stronger in this game, but they they kept it close and kudos to Buffalo, I guess, but it was a 3-2 final, so the Puckline did not cover. And for my total, Toronto's Vegas over 6 now plus 100. This was total bullshit luck. This probably shouldn't have been an overgame. Uh, Vegas came out swinging hard against the Leafs here. Uh, uh, you know what? The only reason that this hit is because of Ryan Reeves. So fuck you, Ryan. Uh, Revo hit the fucking fifth goal to make it, I think it was like 3-4-1 or 4-2 or some shit like that. And then empty nets came into play. So if he didn't score that goal, uh, then the empty net would have not came into play. With that being said, it was like an 8-2 final, but it definitely wasn't, uh, or a 6-2 final rather, but that wasn't really the final score, I guess. So. Uh, that made no sense what I just said. But anyways, let's go Revo, baby. You see what I posted the other day when he was like pointing at his guns after the big fight against O'Connell? Hell yeah. Joel doesn't care. The Ducks scored first on their first shot against the Devils. If you're if you're watching live, that's his that's his facial reaction. He he look oh, he looks a bit worried oh. there. Just double oh, down, no. double down on Devils Live now. Go, go ahead. Fuck that. Frank Petrano <laughs> sounds like he's straight from a Jersey Shore. And Frank Petrano's a guy, though, isn't he? Frank Petrano is a guy. Ah, I yeah. don't want him to be though. Because I want him to well, be not a guy. <laughs> I don't. I don't guy. want. I don't want Kale McCarr to be a guy. But yeah, here we are. So I don't think it works like that. Homie. What do you have against Kale McCarr? I don't know. Some of them... <laughs> He's not on my team. So fuck okay. him. <laughs> Random uh, shots, catching strays. Yeah, you like that? Speaking of which, fuck that. Uh, fuck that. I don't know. Jamie Drysdale guy too. Let's yeah, just throw strays all, all the way around. That's cool. Are you, you've been on Thrones Rays now? <laughs> yeah. All right. We're, uh, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. <laughs> Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. 
It's also the fastest growing app in the industry. They either pick them game, pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Uh, so sign up today with promo code HGP and get your first deposit doubled up to $100, as well as an instant pick them special. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with our promo code HGP to get your first deposit doubled up to $100, as well as an instant pick them special. Must be 18 years or older and present in a state where play, in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with your play? Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit ncpgambling.org. All right, here, boys. Let's pick up the pace a little bit here, including myself. I've been a little lackadaisical here. How's that for a word there, Julie? Like that one, lackadaisical. Let's get this rock and roll, boys. We got a we got a thirteen game slate set here for Saturday, March second. We ready to rock and roll here, or what? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. First game on the docket at that 12.30 p.m. time start on a Saturday. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina here. Winnipeg on the money line sitting at plus 120. Canes on the money line at minus 142. Over-under sitting at five and a half. Overpaying off plus 122. The under minus 108. Um, interesting game here, man. We got two goddamn pretty good teams going at it. Um, Carolina, though, I feel like we say this every time we talk about this team. How do you know? They're so goddamn sick at home. What's their record? They're 19 7 and 4. That's pretty up, pretty wicked. They're on a two game winning streak coming into this. Um, I've heard word that Frederick Anderson is set to Frederick Anderson set to return next week, so that'll be interesting to see when they get back him. Hopefully, he plays fine, uh, leading into the playoffs, but that doesn't really help us for this game, so I just wanted to bring that up. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. This is a toughie. I I, I got to go with the Canes here. Winnipeg's like a fine team, but just the offense seems to be a little bit lacking, especially as of late here. Uh, 19th in the league when it comes to goals for per game, so you get an average of 3.05. Uh, Pyotr Kachetkov has been absolutely lights out for this Canes team in between the pipes. 16-10-3 record, 2.35 goals against average, 0.911 save percentage here. Uh, I think this is going to be a good game. This is going to be a good battle. I really like the Canes minus 142 over under in this game. I hate that it's at five and a half, but I don't hate the under in this, man. Minus 108. Uh, two great goals. You got Connor Hellebucky has been confirmed for this game. Plus the defensive style that Winnipeg has been prone to play under uh, Rick Bonus. He's got this team playing well. We talked about that plenty of times. Uh, Nicholas Allers is uh, still day-to-day. Sean Monahan's day-to-day as well here. So a couple of those uh, firepower up front for these Jets are lacking. So I love the under. Give me the Hurricanes. I wasn't going to do it. I held my tongue, but... Daily came through. He's like, I think it's lackadaisical, not lax. Uh, what did I? Well, you know what? You guys can both just fucking well, lick. What? Why, why there, are right? we suddenly? Why are we suddenly correcting Talon's pronunciations? Like, yeah, he threw right. my yeah, face. You like that, Julie? Talking. Like that word? Well, you know what? You better like it. All <laughs> okay. right. No, so I take you, that back. I, I completely understand. Well, you know what? You guys are both being very antithetical to my point here. All right. So how do you uh, like that? There one? you go. That, that was a good one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do lick it. my lick my nuts. <laughs> yeah, I do agree with the under in this game, the under five and a half minus one Oh eight. I got it at six earlier to be fully transparent. I, that would have been my lock if it was at six, but I still like it at five and a half. There are two, uh, two under teams so far this season. Carolina has been the best team in the past 10 games and overall and expected goals against per 60 at five on five. Obviously you have Hellebuck's one of the best goalies in the league, best and trophy favorite. Kochekov's been great for Carolina. So love the under there. Not really sure on the side. Carolina coming back from a three-game road trip, one one day off, just playing every other night now. 
Winnipeg uh, going, you know, had a tough loss in Dallas. Maybe they'll be able to bounce back. So I would lean to the Jets at plus 120. But my only uh, bet for this game is the under five and a half and minus 108. And also, Joel, I uh, live bet the Devils minus 125. So I will be sweating with you. you. Good for you. I'm sure beats my minus 212 and all the regulation (laughs) and puck line bets. Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, for this one, I... I didn't bet this one, but uh, if anything, I would I would lean with uh, Ryan's under there. I think that's the right play. Both teams play a uh, more conservative game style, especially the Jets. Although they're they're kind of lacking uh, defensively lately, we'll, we'll we'll get into a bit of that later on. I got a little bit of a a, a future bet I'll, I'll announce at some point um, that has to do with the Jets, kind of. But uh, tease. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you do it. In the show, we're in the show business, Ryan. But you have to you got to have to tease them. Um, so yeah, the under five and a half, I think it's fine. Hellebuck is is uh, you know he's, he's excellent right now. He's got a crazy save percentage. All that's the good stuff. They're really relying on him now with their how um, they're not poor defensively, but they're not elite like they were in like December. So still like the under uh, even at five and a half here. Okay, moving down to 3 p.m. time slot, we have the Florida Panthers against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Motor City, baby, in Detroit. Uh, Florida on the money line sitting at minus 148. Red Wings on the money line at plus 124. Over under sitting at six and a half. Both over under paying off minus 110 here. Uh, Wings have been good to me lately, man. I'm not going to lie. They've been they've been buzzing. The team's playing well. You guys hear me a little tidbit. I really think Elias Patterson to Detroit might be a possibility in the upcoming future, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, Julie just said there's no business like show business, you know, and uh, I got to let you know right now, you know, where I'm from, there's no business like whole business, baby. <laughs> We're on the pussies. Give me the Panthers minus 148. Absolutely love this in this game. Motown, uh, it's Hotown. <laughs> Motown, it's Hotown. Yeah, that's a good point too, right? Both it's Hokey Town. <laughs> no, Ryan, come on, bro. What are you, everything cool we just said, you just flushed right down the shit. What are we doing? Uh, I'm just kidding. That was good. Um, yeah, both teams have good division records, but Detroit, you know, 9-5-3, and three, and then Florida, 11 and one and three is just dynamite panthers on a three-game winning streak coming into this great road team 28 and two they're even home and away both 28 and two at home and 28 and two on the road here so uh absolutely love florida in this game detroit's putting up a battle though i'm not gonna lie so if you're looking for like a little greasy play you know you don't mind paying a bit of juice i don't hate detroit plus 1.5 minus 185 i think like three of the past four panthers games have been decided by one goal as well so there's uh there's definitely some value on that even though i shouldn't say value but definitely a good chance of that hitting rather uh, minus 185 Detroit on the plus puck line. Uh, but I like Florida minus or sorry on the money line minus 145 over under in this game. Um, who's in net here for uh, Alex line confirmed. He's been good. Didn't he used to play? Wasn't he? Didn't he used to be a Panther revenge game? Yeah. Last year yeah, revenge game. Okay. So maybe let's say towards the under here then six and a half minus 110. Okay, yeah. I, I love the Panthers here. I, I want to fade the Red Wings. I kind of want to take them to miss the playoffs, but I need one of these other teams in the, out of the hunt to kind of step up because they're they're way too high to make the playoffs right now. Yeah, for this game, Panthers are the best team in the league. They have been winning close. Not going to take the puck line. Not even going to take regulation. Just the money line minus one forty eight. I think is is low enough there. I know Detroit is good at home, eighteen nine and five. That's really the only place they're good decent on the road. But the Cats are, are good on the road too, twenty eight and two. So love the Panthers here minus one forty eight. Um, I would also lean to the under here. Panthers have been an under team. Uh, 3-2 in overtime. Detroit won in the other meeting this season. 2-0 uh, Panthers won before that. So see a low-scoring Panthers win here. Uh, so yeah, Panthers and the under. Great. Jesper Bratt just got hurt. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I love the Panthers here as well. Um, Red Wings are, uh, you know, we keep saying it. They're, they're kind of fraudulent. Their shooting percentage is off the charts lately. They're on a roll, but we're giving, we're giving their dues, just like the Capitals right now. They're, they're, they're scoring for like every three shots they, they put on net, apparently. Um, but, yeah, the Panthers should be able to, to stop stop them from doing that with their elite defensive play. Great goaltending with Stollers in the last game. Probably should come in for this one. Sneaky Vezina candidate. We'll see about that. Um uh, Boop yeah, titsky. That's your best candidate. Uh, well, my my theory was again. This is another another show. I, I mentioned the uh, the cases that with the the uh, Panthers winning the President's Trophy potentially, then uh, I think they do get an award. Whether it's Paul Maurice or Bobrovsky, and if Hellebuck falls apart down the stretch, we'll see because the Jets aren't playing as well defensively. So it was it was a flyer, eighteen to one, whatever, twenty to one. Um, anyway. We're going with the Panthers here, minus 148. Also like the under six and a half. Mentioned the goaltending for uh, Borowski, and you guys are right. Alex Lyon, revenge game and all that, so he'll be dialed in. He's been dialed in all season long regardless, so Panthers in the under for me as well. All right, heading down to the 4 p.m. time slot here. We have the Edmonton Oilers against the Seattle Kraken game itself. is in Seattle here. Uh, Edmonton on the money line, sitting at minus 155. Kraken on the money line at plus 130. Over-under sitting at six and a half. Uh, overpaying off plus or sorry minus 105 the under minus 115 here uh Oilers have been uh i guess they've won their past two games but i've watched those games and it looked a little bit shaky uh seattle's won their past two games as well here they're a, they're kind of a mid team at home 14 10 and 5 record uh Oilers are fine on the road i suppose here um yeah i feel like edmonton minus 155 is good value here i I want, you know what it is? I'm biased, dude. I talked about this a couple of shows ago. I want Seattle to kind of do shit so that they sell at the deadline here. Edmonton's been kind of cruised and they've been doing well in this, you know, maybe latter quarter of the season, I suppose. Um, and I don't expect that to change, dude. Like they, they score a lot of goals. They're sixth in the league when it comes to goal scoring. They generate a lot of scoring opportunities. Their power play is fucking unbelievable here. Um, so yeah, you know, and, and when it comes to Seattle's penalty kill, they're kind of right in the middle. So I think that's going to be a big factor in this game. I'll take the Oilers minus one fifty-five. I really like that over under in this game. It, it, I'm not seeing Joey Decord confirmed. I'm seeing Phil Grubauer expected. I feel like that's not right though. So I don't know. Maybe if you guys know which goalie started for Seattle, that'll affect my under. Uh, if it's uh, Decord, I wouldn't hate the under. If it's Grubauer, I'm kind of leaning towards the over here. Even though he just had a shutout against Pittsburgh the other day, which is bullshit. Penguins power play is just fucking awful, bro. So uh, yeah. Anyways, that would be pertaining. My over under would be pertaining to who's starting for Seattle, and then give me the Oilers minus one fifty five. Yeah, it looks like Grubauer has now started two straight, including that shutout. Decord was pulled in the game before that, so maybe they're just going to ride with Grubauer until he shits the bed and go back to the kid, give the kid a little bit of a break. But either way, I like Edmonton here, minus 155. Another another road favorite, just like the Panthers, so you know, a little bit skeptical, but as Talon said, Seattle's very mid at home, 14, 10, and 5. They're just mid overall, 26, 22, and 11. They're the Islanders of the West picking up all these loser points to stay in the playoff race. Good win against Pittsburgh, you know. Penguins probably should have scored there a little bit, but Edmonton's been playing great. They lost three in a row to Calgary, Minnesota, and Boston, but they outshot all three of those teams, including Minnesota, pretty handily there. Stuart Skinner has calmed down in the past two games against the Kings and Blues, so really like the Oilers here, minus 155, as well as a lean to the under 6.5 at minus 115. I think, you know, should see a lower-scoring game here with Seattle at home. 
Once again, no real arguments with uh, what you guys are saying. Give me the Oilers as well. I think that they are a significantly better team here, and the line doesn't really reflect that. But, of course, the Kraken are fighting for a lot more than the, the Oilers are. The, the Kraken are on a – they're playing better lately. We'll give them credit for that uh, because they are, uh, you know, fighting for their playoff lives. Those guys in the room, they want to make the playoffs and all that. So that's what's making me a little bit concerned, the way, especially the way the things are going. Um, hard to read the market the last couple of weeks, as uh, my bankroll will tell you. Um, but yeah, the uh, Oilers are the better team here. Minus one fifty-five, I think, is not enough respect. So I'll get, I'll go with the Oilers as well. Um, yeah, Grubauer has been playing very good since coming back from his injury. So um, it makes sense to go back to him. Um, they are paying him a lot more. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> but yeah, the Oilers. They're not playing as good defensively, but uh, I think they're good enough to keep the Kraken out of the net uh, enough times. So I uh, lean to the under as well. Grubauer and fucking Mangala turn him into the bionic goalie over there, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> all right, I'll also Seattle. Let's let's get let's get fucking Adam Larson on the move here. Come on, dude. you got your right handed D. You got him. They, they they said they're not trading him too. So yeah, you, you got Labouche can be happy with him. God damn, I, it's so sad. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, all right, I like Labouche. I'm no, sorry. Give me Moody down at six p.m. Dallas. We have the Colorado Avalanche against the Nashville Predators. Game itself was in Nashville. You're a Thursday smash. Nashville, Colorado on the money line, sitting at minus 135. Preds on the money line at plus 114. Over-under, so six and a half. Overpaying off minus 110. The under minus 110 as well. Uh, Jolie, your, your your abs are going against the red-hot Preds, one seven in a row. What do you think? Do you, can you can you stop that fucking winning streak, or are you guys going to be number eight? Uh, nice performance, but it was against the Blackhawks in the last game. Five nothing, mm-hmm. no no problem there. But, uh, again, it's, it's the Blackhawks. They're losing to everybody. Um yeah, it's it's tough to go against a red hot team here in the Preds, especially in a in a competitive rivalry game. They'll be up for this one absolutely. Plus, they're another team fighting for their playoff lives. They got a bit of a cushion now, which is good to see. I hope it's the Preds who make the playoffs out of all the teams fighting mm-hmm. for it in the West. Uh, but for this game, I think that uh, the line is pretty accurate here. I'm not I'm not really touching the side. Lean to the over six and a half with the way the Avs play. I know the Blackhawks were shut out. Giorgio played well, but it's the Blackhawks. They don't have much of an offense when Batard isn't uh, putting in the net. Uh, so I'll, I'll lean to the over. But, um, yeah, interesting times here. Landis Gog is getting a lot more um, publicity lately. Like the, 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 the social media crew are putting out pictures of him. So that's kind of encouraging if a guy can come back for the playoffs. But uh, here's another tease. Um, I am not going to be cheering for the abs in the playoffs. <laughs> what? Oh, no. How what? not? What does that mean? Well, I'm going to be cheering a... for your favorite team in the playoffs. Uh, that does, see, that doesn't compute to me, bro. I'm like, not going to be cheering uh, for the Flyers and, in the playoffs. You on, 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 you, can't, yeah. you can't cheer for the Leafs either. Then I'm not uh, watching the playoffs. Like, Well, have you guys seen your team won, win three cups before? <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. Oh, go, go, you know go what, see your Joel. friends, Joel. See ya. Talon you know what? Fucking... Yeah, around. Joel Meyer, but let me let me rebuttal that. Have you ever seen your fucking building half empty? Because we haven't, but you have. Look at tickets, ticket sales revenues when you guys finished last in the league. You guys were third last in fucking attendance. So yeah, yeah talk about fucking fair weather fans. That's the definition of Colorado. Wait till you guys are shit again in 10 years. No arguments there. I'm always a supporter of the original six in the Canadian markets, uh, except for Ottawa, Winnipeg, all those those uh, lousy fuckers, but no, I'm a, you know, over the past few years, I'll, I'll say this, I've, I've turned more into a, a better than a fan. So that, that, I'm starting to put my, I know I'm selling out or whatever, but that, that, that's how it is. Uh, you, have, you have to uh, put your biases aside and just, just uh, find the right bets. And I don't think the avalanche have it this year. I just sad to say, I'll, I'll still be cheering for them when, when applicable, but uh, 
yeah, it's going to be uh, – I'll just fucking say it now. I bet a lot of money on the Dallas Stars to win the Stanley <laughs> Cup and the Western Conference. I think that they are the best team in the West for the playoffs. I hope they don't win the division. I bet they're over over points total today. Partly as a hedge, probably just because I think it's going to happen over 107 and a half. And uh, yeah, the Stars are really quick. And Chris Tanev um, makes their defensive depth a lot better. Uh, they get to push. <laughs> they don't have to play fucking Ryan Suter as much. He was terrible in the playoffs last year, except against the Wild. Um, yeah, I got to eat, eat some crow because before the season, I set the stars. You know, Peter DeBoer is typically his second season with the team is terrible or not as good as the first, at least. And he just can't get over the hump in the playoffs. But I think he has the right team this year. I think they're going to make another move. The line is going to drop from 10, 11 to 1 to, to who knows where. I mean, it won't go much further, but still, I think it'll be better to bet it now. So I, I love the stars to uh, do some things in the playoffs here. Um, yeah, I got a lot more. Like Logan Stanko, a local kid, local kid. He's totally fit in right away. He's, he's already got a couple goals. He, yeah, great culture fit. Like the stars are loaded in every position. Uh, I thought that the, the older guys would kind of fall off more than they have. Pavelski's still doing his work. He'll be fine in the playoffs. So, yeah, stars are absolutely loaded, top down, tons of depth. They play a lot of close games too, and that's exactly what we need for the playoffs, like his experience playing in these these close games. So, uh, yeah. I'm all, I'm already loaded on like so much of the fucking uh, Atlantic team or Central team to win the, the the cup. So in that sense, I am on the Avs, but uh, no, I'm I'm a lot more on the Stars right now. Stars and Jets are my on my teams now in the West. I guess, I guess we can just skip Jolie's take when it comes to the Stars game next like, later. In the show. Yeah, that's what's what it was going to be. Yeah, the Stars are going to win this game. That's going to go into that rant. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm like. I'm half debating right now, just throwing like a thousand bucks down on Colorado to win the cup, just so oh. they go on a, just so they go on a run. I can be like, "Fuck you, Joel! I'm the Colorado fan now. You don't get to cheer for him, asshole." Uh, yeah, I, I, this- do. I, I do. I I do. Yeah, for this game, I, I don't have I don't have much. I, I lean to Nashville at home plus one fourteen, sixteen and fifteen at home, but Colorado's not good on the road. Fourteen, thirteen, and five. Uh, Preds won the first meeting back in November in Nashville, four three. And for a total, like I would go with the under because both of these teams have been playing, you know, not allowing a lot of goals recently. Nashville won one, two, two, one in their, in their past five games. Avs coming off shot out of the, the Blackhawks, one against the Stars, but they can both score. So no real play on this game. Lean to the Preds. I do like the Stars long term. And also, I guess it's easier for Joel to not care about the Avalanche when he doesn't live there. I guess he's 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 splitting his time now between the Avalanche mm-hmm. and the Canucks and the Canucks are taking over with his with his heavy wallet uh or light wallet from betting on the Canucks weighing yeah. down. Well both teams yeah. will be out after the first round so it doesn't even matter. Oh <laughs> uh, let me yeah I I got out the right time like uh what was it two <laughs> weeks ago when I saw 111 111 and a half points for the Canucks that's looking pretty good at least uh capitals under not so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're flying. It's crazy. Um, all right, for myself, back to this game between Colorado and Nashville. Um, I'm with Ryan. I'm leaning towards Nashville a lot here. You know, like you guys said, seven game winning streak. Avs haven't been that great on the road. 14, 13, and five record, like Ryan said. Um, even that being said, Nashville hasn't been great at home, but they're they're playing some. I always say this, and I feel so fucking stupid because I feel like it's a cop out. But to me, it's not. They're playing the right way, dude. They're physical. They're buying in. You know, I know the tradition. They've been known as a bit of a running gun team here, but like these forwards are back checking as of late, and that's what you want to see. Um, battling a little bit of a couple injuries and shit here, but you everybody's saying that they need to trade Soros and shit. Like, 
what the fuck are we talking about? Yes, I know they got Askarov coming up here, but this team's going to make playoffs. So might as well have a fucking good goalie going into it, a goalie that's capable of, you know, just winning games and stealing series. And UC Saros, even at, what, 30 years old, whatever he is, is still capable of doing that. Um, I Like I said, I like the Preds here. Uh, I even like the Preds in regulation. Honestly, if you really want to fucking juice it, Preds on the puck line minus one and a half. That's probably paying off good money. On their seven-game winning streaks, all seven wins have been by more than one goal. So at the very least, maybe take them in regulation. Even the money lines plus money. But if you're if you're feeling really spicy and really sexy here, Preds minus one and a half on the puck line, dude. I don't know if that's paying off. Like maybe like plus two hundred or something. That that's the reverse cowgirl right there, Talon. Taking the underdog minus one and a half. That's, that's the reverse that, cowgirl. That's the no. That's the double reverse cowgirl. You know what I mean? It's when you <laughs> they give her a little spin okay. when she's on it. That's that's you Beyblade it. You know, let it rip. That's what's going on there. So I'm just saying that that could be a play. Uh, but I don't hate them in regular, or just on the money line at plus one fourteen. Either I think that's good value. Over under, uh, shit. I really don't have a good lean for this game. Maybe under. I uh, remember Ryan. I said that Talon be on board with with my take that I like that Barry Trot said he's not going to sell players while they're in a playoff position, right? And what a Talon just do? Yeah. Just totally vindicated my position. I do not think that they should be sellers as long as they're in a, in a solid playoff position. Like fuck the hits. They're not going to the cup, so you might as well sell. No, no, no. Certain teams should, but like the makeup of this Nashville teams tells you that they shouldn't. Like, is this? Yeah, they're they're playing. They're they're a playoff team. They're playing playoff hockey. Great goalie. They they grind it out. Good defenseman. Like they're they're they're, they deserve to make the playoffs. They deserve. I I love how nobody talks about the fact that they probably have like a top three defenseman in the league, and nobody just talks about Roman Yossi anymore. Like he's still fucking sick, guys. He's, he's still sick, he's but he's not top after. Three. He, he didn't get to Norris a few years. Oh, my God. You guys are fucking insane, dude. This guy's a stud. He's good. He's good. He's just not top three. Like, there's a bunch of better players. In so what, now. top five? You think he's not top five defenseman mm-hmm. in the league? Roman Yossi? No, not top five. I'd say oh, top my five. God. You're I'd insane. Top 100% top five, at least. Maybe top three was a bit of a long shot. He, he, five, might, be, 100%. I, he might be top three for me, too, given his, his two-way play. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Well, Why don't you go well, suck Makar's dick, Joel? Well, that's just one. No, that's he, one he's a, he's on Quinn now. Doesn't care about the abs anymore. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's, Mira, Mira Hiskinen. it's Mira Hiskinen. Oh my god, oh. he's been shit this year. No, he hasn't. It's been good. It was hurt. Oh, yeah, well, I'm just that's saying not- he hasn't been great. All right, Hall of Fame bets. Check them out. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets. Revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, moving on to the 6 p.m. time slot here. We have the Minnesota Wild against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis here. Minnesota on the money line sitting at minus 125. Blues on the money line at plus 105 at home. Over under sitting at 6. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105 here. Uh, 
Toughy, dude. Toughy. I think Minnesota is definitely playing better hockey as of late than the Blues, even though they're currently on a two-game losing streak. Blues have lost their last three as well, so it's not like either team has been barn burners. Um, St. Louis has a good home record, dude. 17-11-1, but I feel like a lot of that came towards the beginning of the season when Bennington was on a bit of a heater. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota. I don't love it. I don't really like this game, truth be told. This is kind of the definition of mid, uh, but I'll take Minnesota on the money line at minus 125 here as far as over under goes. Flurry is confirmed for this game. Shit, I just saw that now. But, like, I don't know. We talked about Gustafson hasn't been fucking better than Flurry. They've pretty much both been kind of right in the middle there. So, I don't know. Uh, either way, I think I'm going to lean towards Minnesota in this. Both teams are terrible division records over under. Neither team is really great at scoring. Minnesota a little bit better than uh, St. Louis. Because it's at six, the push is in play. I don't mind leaning towards the over six at minus 115. Flop the Blues. Give me the wild here at minus 125. Blues have the worst expected goals 4% in the past 10 games. In the past 25 games, they have the third worst overall this season, only ahead of Chicago and the Sharks. And somehow they're they're in the playoff race, and they absolutely should not be. You know, they, They've had some lucky wins. Lost now three in a row on that road trip, coming back home. Lost five of six, only win coming against the Islanders at home. Minnesota has lost back-to-back games, but to two two, two good good playoff teams, Nashville we just talked about, and, and Carolina. They did beat Seattle and Edmonton before that. So even with Flurry and that, don't trust him. But I, I do trust the Wild here to get it done at minus 125. Just, just a better team, I believe. Uh, over, under, I probably lean to the over, but I'm not going to end up betting this one. Just going to go with the uh, Wild minus 125. Yeah, yeah, the wild got to play here. I think uh, Brian said it all. Um, Blues are not a good team, but somehow they they keep winning these games that they shouldn't. You know, we say this all season long, but so at, at some point you got to realize, like it's it's been years of this shit. Like there's something that the stats do not capture about the Blues, and so I'll give them some credit for that. There, there's something that's not really quantifiable. Boom, Devil's goal. Let's uh-huh. go. Okay, yes. Um, yeah, so give me the wild here. I hate the wild. Fuck the blues more though, because uh, once again, my, my, my the fan me says fuck the wild, but the the, the better me says fuck the blues. So <laughs> we're going with the, with the better. Go with the wild here. Minus one twenty five. I love it. No real play for the total either. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wild, wild are uh, they're, they're kind of like an inconsistent team. Like you might as well just bet the minus one and a half, right? Because the blues when they lose, they tend to lose by margin. So that's another. You know, if if you're a dog player or whatever, you can do that instead. Makes me want to change my pick here and you say that, but whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to here. We got the New York Rangers against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto on a Saturday night. Rangers on the money line sitting at plus 100. Leafs on the money line at minus 120. Over under sitting at six and a half. Over at plus 100. The under minus 120 here. Um, should be a great game. Let me preface this with this. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm going to be working, but I'll have this one up on my phone or at least on the radio nonetheless. So I'm very excited. Um, yeah, dude, Rangers are sick on the road here. 19, 10, and 3. They've been great all year, first in the Metro for a reason. Uh, but the fucking Leafs, dude. Leafs laid that stinker against Vegas, and this team's been playing so goddamn well lately. It's been a little bit of a mix-up, though, with the deep parents. I hate to say it ever since Riley came back because they were playing so well defensively <laughs> until that happened here. But now maybe they got a guy to play on the right side with him with the Ilya Labushkin trade. We haven't really talked about this. I guess it happened. playing uh, this one? Yes, he is. He is expected to be playing in this. They shall keep announcing. I expected to, so keep an eye on for that. Um, 
But that kind of that kind of solidifies a couple things. Keep in mind, Giordano has a concussion, so he's going to be out again a little bit longer. Timothy Lilligren is day to day. Him and his pairing with uh, TJ Brody were absolutely fantastic here. That's the thing with it. It all comes down to this deep pairing with this Leaf squad, man. Realistically, like when Brody was playing with fucking Lilligren, it was absolutely fantastic. McCabe and Benoit have been an awesome shutdown line, despite what a lot of people like to say. And then who the fuck are you playing with Riley has been the real question. So maybe this is the making of things kind of clicking for this team on the back end. I'm biased. I'm taking the least minus 120. I love my boy Sammy too, you know. Uh, Joseph Wool came back the other night. That was good to see. Um, but the Rangers, I don't know. I, I I pumped them up a lot, so I'm not just going to say they're shit. Shesterkin has been kind of questionable. Those numbers are kind of middle of the road here. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take the Leafs at home, minus 120 here. They're settled in. They came back from a long rest and road trip. Lost to Vegas. They're ready to fucking start playing some winning hockey. Over under this game. Yeah, I'm taking the over 6.5 plus 100. Let me tell you a little secret here. This isn't any like fucking hate on Sam Smob or anything like this. If Wolves playing, take the Leafs under. If Sammy's playing, take the Leafs over. There's just a way that these teams play in front of both goalies too that kind of affect that. So I'm going to be leaning towards the over plus 100. Yeah, I'm, I'm not as biased here. You know, I hate the Rangers, but I, I do like the Leafs here in this game. Minus 120 at home. Should be a good one, as Talon said. Could could see uh, Ryan Reeves, Matt Rempe face off. Yes. Face off, that'd be... That'd be pretty sick there. But, yeah, the Rangers aren't as good as their record shows. You, you see that with their underlying numbers. Obviously, they have the great special teams and the great goaltending now. It's just Durkin, uh Since the All-Star break, he is 7-0-0 with 12 goals against in a 9-5-3 save percentage. If you take out the outdoor game, which he allowed five goals in, he's allowed seven goals in six indoor games since the All-Star break. Like, that, that, that's incredible there. He, he's, he's back on his game. So it is kind of scary. Taking the Leafs here, but I think they get it done at home. Hockey Night in Canada, all that Saturday night. The Leafs minus 120 and a slight lean to the under six and a half at minus 120 as well. But probably only going to end up betting the Leafs here. Adam Henrique with a killer four check. Forces a turnover. Ducks make it two to one. Oh, I know. It sucks. There's <laughs> only a minute left in the period, so you'll get a break from my updates. Um, yeah. Uh, I like the Rangers in this game. Maple Leafs are, uh, you know, they're having a problem with the back end and all that stuff. Uh, the Rangers have been been hot. They, they, they're relying too much on Shesterkin, but uh, their power play is still pretty good. And uh, you know, maybe they can uh, tease Keith into another tirade and <laughs> force some more tantrums on the okay. Leafs side. No, 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 play. no, no. Can I talk oh, about wow. that for one second? Just we already did in the Discord. We don't need to go. No, 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 because I got a new take on it. He did it oh. on purpose. Oh, he did really? it on purpose. It's as simple as that. Look at look at the facts here. You got fucking Morgan Riley playing on the right side versus TJ Brody. You got fucking what else? Yeah, Ilya Samsonov's first game with Joseph Olin net. So if if the Leafs just lost how they did, there would have been two major stories there. One, Riley can't play with Brody. Number two, story would have been, oh, it was Sansma, Joseph Wool. We have a goalie controversy here. You know what Sheldon Keefe did? He got himself kicked out of the fucking game on purpose. So that way nobody after the game was talking about any of the facts regarding the team. They were all talking about Sheldon Keefe getting the fucking boot. And that is strategy. That is good coaching. He took one for the fucking team. He took the $25,000 fine. I'm sure MLSC will be sure to pay him back for that with a Christmas bonus or something. But that's just good coaching, man, because nobody was talking about either of those two narratives that could have been discussed that would have affected the team play after the fact. Everybody was talking about Keith getting tossed. Love it. Yeah. That's, that's when coaching. When you're in the uh, huh? Toronto market, you got to learn how to, to to manipulate it, right? It's, it's not true. like uh, Columbus or whatever. Um, 
yeah, still like the Rangers here. Uh, it's the better team, I think. And um, yeah, give me the over six and a half as well with, with the Leafs uh, defensive struggles. Joseph Wall, he was all right against the Coyotes. They didn't really watch the game, but from what I heard, he, he played pretty well. And um, I guess he'll be in, in for this one, but still, I think the Rangers will make it a lot harder on him than, than the Coyotes did, that's for sure. So uh, I like, I think we'll see some goals in this one. And one more note, one more bet I made. Igor Shosturkin to win the best not 50 to 1. Fuck, that's so stupid. Like, what was it, 100 to 1? 50. 50. 50. Like, okay, I here's the thing. It. Here's I the reason. Again, Archer's like, going to lose it. Archer's going to lose it here in this. Why? Because he, he's why loaded up. He has his life savings on Hellebuck. <laughs> well, I yeah, but you put, put down like 10 bucks, so you win like 500. Like, who gives him Yeah, money? exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And, and like the. The Vesna market isn't like the other markets because we know what the voters are doing. They they do the uh, the Greg Wyshynski polls all the time, but the Vesna is just about to, up to the GMs. Nobody's pulling the fucking GMs. So we got Hellback as a minus three hundred favorite. Should it be should he be that high? I know he's got an excellent elite save percentage and all that, but he's kind of struggling a bit more lately. And Shostakin is really heated up. And if the Rangers win the President's Trophy, we know how the GMs like to vote. <laughs> Who's got the most wins? Uh, Shostakin might have more wins than uh, Hellebuck, that's for sure. And um, yeah, I, I don't know, 40, 50 to 1. I think that's that's worth a flyer, at least. You know, nothing nothing crazy. Uh, I just I just think that um, he's more alive than that, those odds suggest. So, you know, it's uh, probably a losing cause, much like my bets against the, the Calder favorites the past few years. But uh, I'm still... I'm still um, I'm firing off bets, but like that's, that's what you got to do when you when you put this stuff. Like the awards markets, they shift so rapidly. So what I've learned is that it's it's always good to uh, be on the ball and look out for those guys who you think is crazy right now, but in a couple weeks and another stretch like he's had in the past uh, few weeks, and uh, he could be absolutely live. And if Hellbuck has a bad stretch too, and the, the Jets have a harder <laughs> schedule coming up as well. I feel you, like you were you were ahead of it on on Matthews. He's now the favorite on some books. Do you think do you think Lavi could be live again for the Jack Adams if if you know the Canucks keep falling off, or do you think Maurice would possibly take that over? I think Maurice is a better case just because he had to deal with all those injuries early on, and uh, I know Lavi lets a new guy in town, and uh, yeah, but the the Rangers had like he what, hasn't won one though Harry. either. That, that could that could be a, like a legacy one for for Laviolette. I guess, but no, I, I twenty think to that, one. You know, it's it's there's there's worse. Is it still twenty to one? At, at a certain book where the lion roars, apparently it's okay. twenty to one. Uh, yeah, that that's better. I, consensus is around ten to one, so that's what I was dealing with. But yeah, okay. I bet some twenty twenty five to one for Laviolette. So yeah, if it's still out there, I think that's that's worth a shot with the way that the Canucks are playing nowadays. Talkit could absolutely be vulnerable. I hate both of those plays. I'm sorry, I really do. <laughs> Like, like, what do we do? do you, I'm sure the Rangers win any Jonathan Marshall can't win the Conn Smythe either. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I get it. All right. But no, I, I'm just saying, like, like why? Like, this is a team that had big expectations coming into the year. The goaltending's been shit. You're going to get this guy the Vesna. Big expectations. They're fucking, yeah, they're first. Congratulations. It's been an ugly first. Should have first said it. Should it be coach of the year? Like, to me, I still think that a guy like Rick Bonish has better chance of winning it than fucking Laviolette. Based off what we saw this team from the offseason coming to where they are now, like, I, I don't know. That's just how I kind of see view things, you know. As far as Vesna goes, like Shostakin's not worth the fucking. I get it. Fifty to one, throw ten bucks down, whatever, ride it out, you know. But uh, I, I just think that's absolutely up to lunch. I'm sorry. I, I, I agree with you. Bonus like, is I, nine to one. Like bonus is half the odds at Lavia. So I think we got to remember here when we say that 
when I say look at where this Jets team, they were about to sell fucking Shifley, Hellebuck. People were demanding out. Yeah. There was turmoil in this dressing room. This team hated each other. They just traded and stripped their captain and bought him out for Christ's sakes. Rick Bonus at the end of the year last year pretty much fucking lost his lid on this team. And to get this buy-in and to see what we've done, like to me, that's coach of the year material. As opposed to a team that had high expectations finishing first in the Metro uh, there's your coach of the year, you know. So I, I'd even have now Vancouver Rick Talkett. Yes, he's deserving. So, mm-hmm. but I'd even have fucking bonus over Talkett. But I know that's not going to happen. But that's just. Well, my I, I don't agree with that. But yeah, I, I agree. Bonus over Laviolette from my own perspective. But you, these these awards are tend to they're they're typically given to like um you know teams that win the President's Trophy and the Rangers are like what four to one to win the President's Trophy. So I'm just thinking that if they win the President's Trophy, they don't win an award. And it's kind of suspect, and the Panthers as well. That's why uh, I think that Maurice and even LaViolette are a little live, at least. Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying I hate it. That, yeah, like, if you want a president's trophy, you, you can hate it, but we're, we're betting it. We're trying to make money off of their, their stupidity. Yeah, I understand, but I, I don't know. To me, it's just not right, I guess. So I get what you're saying, though. We're here yeah. to make money. So, all right, let's move down here. We're like halfway through this. Let's keep going here. We have the 7 p.m. time. So we have the Vegas Golden Knights against the Buffalo Sabres. Game at South is in Buffalo here. Uh, Vegas in the money line sitting at minus 122. Uh, Buffalo in the money line at plus 102. Over under sitting at six. Overpaying off minus 122. The under plus 102. A lot of twos there. Holy fuck. Um, do, 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 do. Vegas's offense has been bleh. But then Buffalo as a team has been meh. So what do you get? You got bleh versus meh. I don't know. I got to go with the Knights here. I just think that they're all around better team here, but I'm not shitting on the Sabres. They've been gritty. yo. they've been grinding out games, grinding out close games as well. They're the game against Florida. The other day comes to mind against that being a one score game. Um, but I guess Vegas minus minus one twenty two isn't a bad look. Um, are they the first night of a back-to-back here? Or are they everybody's just saying because they got no offense, they can't win? I actually really like that then. Give me minus 122. This defense is back for Vegas here. Buffalo has problems when it comes to uh, scoring and generating chances as well. They're, uh, they're 24th in the league when it comes to goal scoring. I don't know if Aiden Hill's in that or not. He had a rough goal the other night. Everybody's saying they're giving up on Aiden Hill. I don't think that's the case. I think you guys were right all along. This guy's a killer. Uh, so give me the, uh, the Knights minus 122 over under in this game. I don't want to touch, so. Yeah, Hill hasn't been as good recently. I think he gave up uh, 12 goals in his past three starts. So, so or, no, yeah, he did have two goals in there, but but five against five against Boston, three against uh, Toronto, and four against Nashville is not very good. Uh, I, I like Buffalo here at, at home, plus 102, home dogs. There's talks in Buffalo about, you know, is this is a late playoff push for Buffalo? Can they, can they make, a, make a playoff push here in, in, in the wild card race? And, nope, probably not, but there are definitely wild, wilder – Ideas out there. They've won four of five, five of seven. So yeah, give, give me the Sabres here as slight home dogs, plus one hundred two. Given all, all of Vegas's injuries, they haven't been able to you know stop too many pucks recently, either. And Buffalo has been playing good, you know, playoff type hockey recently. One goal games, three two wins, the three two loss against Florida, two one wins. So yeah, give me Buffalo plus one hundred two, and the under six at plus one hundred two as well. Give me the Knights here. Better team, even with the injuries and all that. Just the the strength of this team's defensive core is still intact, especially now the theater's back. And yeah, Sabres are playing a, a lot better lately, but still, that's, that's an emotional win against the Lightning there. Coming back home now after that short road trip. Uh, give me the Knights here. They, they've, been, they've been playing competitively in these games. No, they, they, they lost to the, um, the Senators early on in a, in a, in a 
shootout, I believe it was. Then they 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 crushed the the Leafs there, and then lost a short or a close game against the Bruins. But they were uh, you know battling back after being three nothing down, I think it was. Um, so yeah, I think that this team is is trying to get back to playoff form, and this is a good good uh, launching pad for that. Um, yeah, so give me the Knights here, and I like the over as well. With, with Hill struggles, and I know Lukin has been has been uh, one of the better goalies in the league lately. The past couple, it's crazy. Months. Yeah, so uh, lean to the over. Actually, I did bet the over, so that's not a lean. I did bet the over, so I like the over uh, even with the Lukin's recent form. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Montreal Canadiens against the Tampa Bay Lightning game. It's always in Tampa here. Uh, Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 205. Lightning on the money line at minus 250. Over-under sitting at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Bolts on the puck line minus 1.5 is sitting at minus 105 here. Uh, dude, you got to like Tampa in this game no matter what. I don't care what he's saying. They're awesome at home, 18-8-4. Um, you know, obviously minus two fifty is a lot of juice. Maybe regulation. What's that like minus one sixty, minus one sixty-five or something around there? Um, yeah, Montreal. Caden Primo is confirmed for this game. He hasn't been great this year. Five six one record. Uh, three point oh six goals against average. Point nine oh one save percentage. When you got that dog fucking Kucherov sniffing around here, I think that he should be very, very scared. Um, and the Habs have been. You know, they've been better on the road, I guess, than home, but division records, they've been absolutely terrible. Four, ten, and three here. And they can't score, man. Like things have been buzzing a little bit lately. Suzuki, I think he hit 24 goals, 24 goals on the year. Not really that great. Slavkowski's got like 13. Habs fans are fucking blowing their load all about that. We got it. Congratulations on 13 goals for your first overall pick. Still stinks. Uh, but yeah, the uh, well, one factor for me here is that this Montreal penalty kill is terrible. 30th in the league. And uh, the Bolts have the best power play in the fucking league. First in the league. Uh, firing at a 29% cylinder here. And the Habs take a shitload of penalty minutes. Averaging over 10 per game. So I love the Lightning and regulation. Maybe even on the puck line here. Maybe Lightning even team total any which way possible kucherov probably over one and a half points is probably said like minus 120 or something this guy's like 120 points already this year it's fucking insane uh so lightning all the way over under give me the over i can see the bullets scoring five or six on their own and do you like that power play point power play uh point you made maybe take some power play point props but I- i'm going with the habs here plus 205 i just have not seen enough out of the lightning even at home, they're 18-8-4. and four. They, they, They've been fine. But, you know, 4-3 game against Montreal back on New Year's Eve. Montreal has been playing some decent hockey recently. Over the past 10 games, they have the 11th best expected goals for with Tampa Bay at 18th. So, I think this should be... They're 2-7-1 in their past 10. What are we talking they've, about? Their expected goals have been awesome. They've played some tough opponents. They, they've played oh, tough opponents. Fuck my life. And, and Andre Vasilevsky might just be cooked. He, he he does not look good at all. They just lost to Buffalo at home, so they should not be minus 250. Uh, give me the Canadians, plus 205. Uh, no strong play in the total, though. That is a pretty crazy line, minus 250 here against a competitive feisty Canadians team. Oh, my God. Talon's point. Nuts. Talon's point about the penalty kill versus an elite power play is valid. However, I did not bet this game. But I just think that I'm not I'm not laying minus two fifty or uh touching the lightning really. Uh so I, I got I got nothing in this one. I mean the Canadians have struggled to score all season long. I mean it's it's tough taking an under in a lightning game, especially considering that power play versus penalty kill differential. But um nah this is a this is a pass game for me. I just I just I 
I don't understand minus 250. I know the Lightning need it, like blood to win these games, but the Canadians are just pissing people off lately. So uh, I, I can see them being live here. So I'm, I'm neutral here. I am at a loss for words right now, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot, we have the Ottawa Senators against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philly. Ottawa on the money line sitting at plus 110. Flyers on the money line at minus 130. Over-under sitting at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Uh, Rye Guy, what's up? Flyers taking on the Sens on the second night of a back-to-back. I guess Flyers are on the second night of a back-to-back too here. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are we saying? Yeah, back-to-back here for both teams. I know Ottawa are probably some goalie issues tonight with Corpusallo expected to start, but he did not start due to an illness. Apparently some defenseman or someone leave the, left the game as well, you guys said before the show. So, yeah, I like the Flyers here, minus 130. Don't mind them on the puck line. Uh, plus 170 here. Mm. Ottawa has lost three straight to Washington, Nashville, and then Arizona just broke their, I think, 13 or 14-game losing streak. All by at least two goals. Uh, this is going to be Felix Sandstrom making his first start this season for the Flyers. He has not been great in the AHL, but I think the Flyers bounce back here at home. Konechny's still out. Drysdale, rest of the still out. But it's a back-to-back. Uh, you know, the Flyers are, are more well-equipped for that with Tortorella at the helm. So give the Flyers at minus 130, especially with Ottawa is 8-16-1 on the road. They've just been awful on the road, but also do like the over 6.5 at minus 120. Not sure who's starting for Ottawa. Sandstrom for the Flyers. Neither neither goalie is really that great. So Flyers in the, in the uh, over here. Yeah, I watched a lot of the Sens-Coyotes game today. Had a lot on the Sens to score over three and a half goals. Fortunately, the over will hit. I had a lot on that too, but the, the money line as well fucked up. Um, Sens, man, it's a bad, bad story for me this season. Um, but yeah, for this one, uh, yeah, I watched uh, Brady Kachuk leave the game. Thomas Chabot the, left the game late. I don't know how serious these injuries are, but you have to think for Brady Kachuk to leave uh, to the dressing room, it's got to be at least a little serious. So mm-hmm. on a on a quick turnaround there, I I, I would be concerned if you're uh, a Sens fan or a backer. Um, so, yeah, I like the Flyers here. I like the over six and a half. Even before all this stuff happened, like Corpus being out, probably too sick to play this one too. Matt Sogard, I guess, would be the be the guy to get the start here unless Forsberg plays both games. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the over six and a half. I like the Flyers here to get it done. Uh, Sands also terrible defending against the Rush, and the Flyers are one of the better Rush attack teams in the league. So that's another advantage for the Flyers. So, yeah, Flyers in the over. Yeah, I like the Flyers a lot here, minus 130. Um, both teams second have a back-to-back sense of stunk. Jolie touched on a good point here with uh, Kachuk, you know, leaving at the end of this game here. Um, yeah, even with, like, what do you say, Sandstrom's in net here? I know, Ryan, what do you say? His numbers haven't been great in the AHL. I Sandstorm. haven't looked. Sandstorm? <laughs> whatever um yeah i I haven't looked recently at the fucking ahl standings i was checking on the marley's like a week ago or something i think i saw lee valley was like bottom third team in the league and they're not good yeah and no there's nothing wrong with that i just i'm not taking shots or anything but i I just want to say you know from a goaltending point of view when it comes to the ahl the AHL is a hard league to play goalie in because the offense is there. Like you have guys that can play offense and dominate in this league, but from a defensive point of view, you just don't have great defensemen in the AHL because if they were great, they would get called up because it's such a supply in the NHL. So you look at a team that's not playing well and in front of them, and then a goalie doesn't have great numbers. Well, he can come up, and it doesn't mean he's going to be shit in the NHL, you know. So uh, I have some faith in this kid. I guess just out of principle alone, 
Um, so yeah, give me the Flyers minus one thirty. I love. I, I just hate the Senators, and I think that you can fade them. Not not that I hate them. I, I I hate them, of course. But from a gambling point of view, I hate them as well. You know, I've had a lot of success betting against this team this year, and you should be doing that as well. I've been preaching it all year long. Um, so minus one thirty, I think, is absolutely insane odds. I'll take that all day long. Over on in this game, I'm going to lean towards the over. Uh, both teams can score a little bit. Flyers maybe a little less firepower up front, but they find a way to get the biscuit in the basket. And then uh, as much as I hate to admit it, there is some talent on the Ottawa team uh, up front, but they just can't play as a coherent team. So the over six and a half minus 20 is enticing. And then give, I love the Flyers minus 130 on the money line. Uh, I, I'm not shitting on Lee Valley, Ryan. I'm sorry. Lehigh Valley, but no, you can absolutely Lehigh. shit on them. They, they fucking suck. How close is Lehigh to Philadelphia? Is it close? It's like it's like a hour, hour and a half drive. They used yeah, to just good. play used to play in the spectrum, right by right by the right by the FARC, but they, they tore that down for a fucking yeah. it's been alive. I have been there for a few games. Yeah, you know, it's not in a well, great area, but you, it's you, a nice you, arena. You think they'd be better now that they got off the spectrum, but I don't know. I guess that's not the case. Nothing uh, wrong with being on the spectrum, nothing wrong with that. No, of course not. Of course not. Did you ever go to any games or do you still do you go to Lehigh Valley for any games or no? I went to Lehigh Valley for one. I used to go to some Phantoms game. They used to have Flex, the mascot. Any Flyers fans out there, no Flex. If not, look him up. He was fantastic. Dude, there's some sick mascots. With a P-H-L-E-X. There's some sick mascot. We got Duke the dog. He's a Marley's mascot. He's like a little hound dog. He's the fucking man, yo. Uh, And Jolie's got Mm -hmm. the the Eagles, but all they do is just steal trophies and never give them back anyways. So (laughs) that's a deep cut. Uh, like, that's like an ECHL deep cut before they made it to the A. They won the trophy and they just like, yeah, owners like, yeah, we're not giving this back because like the league owed him money or something. No, he owed the league money and he's like, I'm not paying you and I'm not giving the trophy back. So, oh yeah, check out the Colorado Eagles online for that story. <laughs> uh, greasy. Moving down to the 730 view of time. So, yeah, the Boston Bruins against the New York Islanders. Game itself is on the island. Psych, it's in the island. Fuck all you from New York. Uh, Bruins on the money line, sitting at minus 130. Islanders on the money line, at plus 114. Over under, sitting at five and a half. Over at minus 125. The under, plus 105. Here, tough game here. Uh, a little bit of a matchup. Olmark versus Sorokin. It make you think, ooh, two goalies, under game, you know, it's going to go under and shit. I don't think so, bro. I think we're going to see some goals here, especially with the number at five and a half. Um, when Patty Wall has these guys buzzing, there's a chance if it's like a 3 1 game with 10 minutes in the third, he'll pull his fucking goalie, anyways, and you get four empty net goals. So anytime you're going to be the over five and a half in an Islanders game, I'm going to take it. Uh, I do like the Bruins here. Struggling a little bit lately, but I, I don't know. They've been a good team on the road, I guess, 16 5 and 9. Maybe not that great. But and the Islanders, I just don't know what to make of this team right now. So I'm going to go with the. To me, the team that plays better hockey, I'm going to take the Bruins and I'm going to take the old. Yeah, uh, I'll keep the short. I like the Bruins here, minus 130. Much better team playing, you know, better, better as of late. Islanders still trying to hold on to that playoffs or in the playoff race, make a push here. But my best bet for this game is the draw. You can get it up to plus 350. I think it's plus 310 here here on DraftKings. Uh, both teams that, have gone to o- overtime. That's a slutty tw- play. That's a slutty play. They've, they've both gone overtime in 22 games this season, which is four oh more gosh. than the Stars, uh, Canadians, and Maple Leafs in, in the third place there. So I love the draw here at, at plus 310. Uh, Boston went to six straight overtimes before last game. I thought that was going to overtime 5-4 against Vegas. Islanders also love to pick up those loser points. So, yeah, Boston here minus 130 with the draw at plus 300 or better. Start calling those Archer points. 
So loser points, archer points. <laughs> Makes Joel's a lot of happy. sense. Makes a lot of sense. The draw play. Uh, Islanders do play a ton of overtime games, of course, and the Bruins, uh, same kind of thing. They'll play a lot of close games, whatever. Uh, for this game, uh, yeah, the Bruins, I think, should be a little bit higher. But uh, given the fact that the Islanders need to, to win these games to make the playoffs and, you know, Lou Amarello is going to be, uh, you know, driving these boys on to, to make the playoffs considering how much he's invested in them, how many draft picks he's given away. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. The, the motivation angle makes me stay away from the Bruins, but I do like uh, the over five and a half there with Talon. Uh, it's not just the empty net goals, the empty net. Um, they're pulling the goalie early on. It's uh, Patrick Waugh's got him playing differently now. Like Matt Barzell is, is actually featuring a lot more offensively. He's getting space to roam and all that kind of thing. And he's, he's been fucking dialed in since Patrick Waugh took over uh, him and Bo Horvat. So uh, yeah, more offensive team. I've been playing Islanders. Overs the whole time. It's been pretty profitable, so I'm going to do the same thing here. I'm, I mean, I honestly haven't bet it yet, but that, that's where I'd lean, and uh, I might bet it. Uh, we'll, we'll see where the line goes. I don't think that it'll go too much higher. So yeah, that, that's what I'm looking at the over. All right, heading out of the APM time slot, we got the San Jose Sharks against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Dallas on the money line. Holy shit! Minus four seventy favorites at home. Uh, Sharks on the money line of plus three sixty dogs. Uh, Dallas on the puck line minus one and a half sitting at minus one seventy five. That's fucked. Uh, over under sitting at six and a half. Overpaid now plus one hundred. The under minus one twenty. Dude, I'm. I don't know, like. Yes, the Stars should win this game. Chris Tanner's day-to-day non-injury related. I'm just seeing. Do you guys know what that's about? It's a work visa issue. Yeah. Oh, my God. NHL is such a fucking joke. <laughs> Figure it out. Like, Are you kidding me? This is guy that's been the talk of the trade market the entire goddamn season when it comes to it's like your boy. It's your boy Trump. Trump did this. No, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is my boy fucking Gary Bettman for not being on top of his goddamn shit, you fat fucking pig. That is an absolute joke, and that is a goddamn insult. Anybody in the league, even if you're not even a fan of the stars here you should be pissed off about that because that's just absolutely ridiculous and i'm holding back trying not to say vulgar language right now but that is just fucking we're not good we're not not good all right so uh you know what just off that give me the sharks this this whole game is dumb this scenario is dumb anytime i'm sorry i'm gonna take an nhl team plus 360 i shouldn't say nhl team maybe like a uh, AHL team plus 360, whatever. You know, I'll, I'll sprinkle a little bit, throw down my fucking 40 bucks or 30 bucks or something and just ride it out. Let's go. Star should win this game. I'm just going to go against the grain. Over, under, uh, over, 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 over. Um, Ottinger hasn't been great if he does play this game. Uh, if it's not, it's Wedgwood and he sucks. Uh, so I, I like the over plus 100 either way. Yeah, you, you can't bet the stars here. Even the stars in the, the puck line are minus 175. Stars minus two and a half I saw out there was like around even money, if not minus 110. Uh, San Jose has won 15 out of 58 games so far this season, which is uh, 25%. And 360 implies odds of uh, 21%, 21%, 7%. So there is some you know, overall value on the Sharks there if you look that way. Yeah, I'll take the Sharks here. I'm not, I haven't bet it yet. Maybe I'll bet it if it gets to like four to one or take a plus one and a half at plus 150 or better. Um, Sharks should win, or I mean, Stars should win. We know Joel loves the Stars, loves Stars long term here, but 
you know, it's, it's one night, 60 minutes. It's a, it's a round, round, round puck on ice. Anything can happen. So Sharks plus 360 and uh, lean to the over six and a half plus 100. <laughs> a round puck on ice? Is that what, I love that. Is that what you just said? It's a round, round cylinder being batted around on ice. Like anything It's a round happen. piece of galvanized rubber on ice, bro. Yeah, anything exactly. can happen. Let's go. Cool. Yeah. Star, you don't uh, get to talk about this game. You talked about the stars enough. Stars are gonna win. Uh one more thing about it though. Jake Ottinger in that I didn't talk about the goaltending enough. Like this guy has proven that he can go to an elite level. He hasn't really shown it consistently this season, but we saw him do it uh in the playoffs, especially against Calgary a couple years ago, two, three years ago, whatever that seat that, that series was. And then last year he was he was kind of up and down, but uh, more up than down. And I think that he can dial it and and uh, give another level. Like and there's a lot of shitty goaltenders right now in the NHL, and Ottinger is not one of them. So I think that that's another advantage for the Dallas Stars. They're going to win this game, no problem. You guys are nuts. Yeah, Ryan, he he, uh, he ought to be able to uh, dial it in here. <laughs> all, right, all right, Ryan. I was going to say something. We're not going to. What do uh, what do Sharks and you and I have in common? I don't know. Collectively, we got two. Dicks. two dicks. Yeah, oh. exactly. And we're gonna be waving them in Joel's face here when the sharks beat down the star. I, I talked to Shark too much. So I just know that. Uh. We all learned something from our boy Sharky. Shout out, Sharky. Uh, all right, we're done. Eight PM time slot here. We have the Columbus Blue Jackets. It's the Chicago Blackhawks. Game is always in Chicago here. Columbus on the money line, sitting at minus one thirty. Jar Hawks on the money line at plus one ten. Over under sitting at six. Overpaid at minus one twenty two. The under plus one hundred two here. Um, I'm sorry, dude. I cannot. I cannot bet for Chicago ever. What are they on a five game losing streak right now? Even with Connor Bedard back, this team friggin' blows. Um, two of those three games have been lost in overtime. With that being said, I kind of like Columbus in regulation here, man. Like, I know I just look at this team on paper and like, yes, they're shit. They're not playing great. Adam Fantilli out, Ken Johnson out. Like, that sucks. Uh, Peter Morazic's actually been playing decent hockey this year for the Blackhawks. Maybe that's why he got his extension. Some goalies just play better when they're tape getting fucking 40 shots on net and playing against a shitty team or for a shitty team rather. But anyways, regardless, pertaining to this game, I'm taking the blue jackets. I even like the blue jackets in regulation over under definitely leading towards the over six minus 122. Uh, neither team is really great at scoring, but neither team can keep a puck out of their net to save the goddamn life. So just, uh, you know, we got a, we got a, what do we know? We got blue jackets versus Indians here. And if my American history serves me right, uh, <laughs> we got the Chicago. Fire the, cannons. Fire the cannons and the Gatlin guns, baby. These, these Chicago folks don't know what hit them. Yeah. Not much to like about this game. I did take the under six at plus one Oh two. Um, you know, it's tough because it was a seven, three game in Columbus in, in their first meeting, but you know, Mrazic has been good. Uh, Merzlikens has been decent for Columbus. And another team can necessarily score too much. So I think under six plus 102 is, is a solid play. But this could end up being a, a game between two teams that know they're out of it and just play open pond hockey and go like 6-5 or something. But I'm hoping not. that's not the case. Sticking with the under six at plus 102. I've had a pretty good read on both these teams this year. And for that reason, I love the Blue Jackets. Give me the Blue Jackets here all day long, minus 130. They're a much better team than the Blackhawks. They can at least score. Uh, goaltending is about equal. Actually, Mirazik might be a little bit better than uh, Merzlikens uh, at this point, yeah. the way he's playing. I was just saying something. 
Um, but even still, give me the Blue Jackets all day long. Much better team, even with Goudreau just like, I don't know, taking a vacation. You, you talk about Gudis being a pussy for not fighting. Like, mm-hmm. Goudreau is way worse. He's getting paid way more to score goals. He has, what, eight goals on the year? He's just like skating around like, like, like a fucking vacation. Yeah. Like, what is yeah. this guy? Uh, like, that's like, this is like maybe an offseason topic, but like, what the fuck was this guy thinking signing in Columbus? Yeah, Patrick Lonnie's the same kind of way too. Like they're both lazy fucks. I know he's he's still out, right? Be uh, careful what anyway. you say, Joel. We don't yeah. want to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> all the all the all the best to Patrick Lonnie. Uh yeah. What happened to him? Yeah. I thought he was injured. Well, we'll we'll, no. we'll off we'll, we'll offline about it, Joel. All right. All right. <laughs> Interesting. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying no, anything. No, 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 we have one more game to get through. Town. Okay. <laughs> it's not right. bad. It's not bad. Fire the um, cannons. Fire the cannons. Blue Jackets are going to dominate the Black Cops. Yes, it, indeed. Uh, moving out of the Tempion <laughs> side of the The, 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 the BJs over the Black Cops, of course. Exactly. That on Saturday well, night. Yeah, I don't know. Dude. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 10 p.m. time slot. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Calgary Flames. Pittsburgh on the money line, sitting at plus 110. Flames on the money line, minus 130. Over and is at six. Over sitting at minus 102. Under minus 118. Rye guy, please take this away from me before I say something stupid. Yeah, I, I don't know what to do to her. Both of these teams are, are very much in limbo in the playoff race and in the, uh, the, the trade deadline. And I mean, the Penguins probably should sell Gensel. The Flames should probably sell Markstrom and they're going to sell Hannah Finn. So, can't really take uh, either side here. Maybe lean to the under. Pittsburgh's played a lot of under games this season. Pittsburgh can't score too much, so could see Marshall coming out pissed off after you know. I saw his comments today. I didn't. I didn't think they were too outrageous. What do you say? Either. I didn't see it. Like he like saying that just like he wasn't happy. Like you know, you know, be, being talked about in trade rumors. Like trade rumors. He was like, yeah, but would you like it? Like it's it was nothing too outlandish, but you know how hockey media gets when a player doesn't give the fucking canned answer and then they go off about it. So lean to the flames. They've won four in a row, but uh, not going to bet this one. Yeah, this is a war between uh, two teams that I was high on expecting to do good things. Last year's the flames lost a lot of money on them. This year it's the penguins losing a lot of money on them. And uh, now they're fighting each other. So I hope they both just, uh, I don't know, crash and burn. Um, but yeah, give, but seriously, uh, give me the over six minus one or two. I know the Penguins are struggling to score. They're still playing. They're playing better defensively than they have uh, a couple months ago, but still uh, Flames have been very good offensively and very bad defensively. They've just been uh, covering up their mistakes uh, by their goaltending. Markstrom has been elite all year long as long as he's been healthy. So uh, give me the over six, whatever. The Penguins are going to get their goals. Flames are going to get their goals. They both suck. I hate them both now. Um, so let's get seven goals here. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, mean, I, I it, like this point of the season, man. It, it's very frustrating. Like the past three years, like late February, March, it's been a it's been a money sink for me. So in these, two I wonder teams, why. What is that? What is that lineup? Exactly. Like? What coincides? The coincides. Coincides. Um, <laughs> coincides. <laughs> Co signed like or, or, or yeah, consigned. I don't you wanna... know what I mean. God damn it, answer the question. No, it'll be it'll it's it's way too nerdy for this show, it's way too late to be nerdy, so I'm not gonna say why exactly it is. It's nothing to do with me being sober. Yes, I'm does. not even sober, I'm still losing. <laughs> it's like, give me over six, minus one or two. I like it a lot. This is uh, 
yeah, we'll, we'll see some fun, fun play here and um, hopefully some more bad goaltending from uh, um, Charlie. It's not that you're not sober, Joel. It's that you're not drinking to your potential. Okay. We know what we know where you should be. Your your expected drinks per game are fucking higher than what we're seeing right now. So that, I got a bottle of whiskey for tonight. So we'll we'll I'll drink my potential tonight. That's for sure. For you and fucking the Netherlands kids and all your imaginary friends, or what? You guys just gonna pound that together? <laughs> Who are the Netherlands kids? You remember the old the Hook movie? You remember that? With Robin Williams, Peter Pan. Yeah. Hook? No. Yeah. Netherlands. Oh, you never see. You never saw that? Neverland, Neverland. Yeah. You said Netherlands, like the Dutch, like, like Holland. Holland. I might have said Netherlands. Whatever. I'm Netherlands, not, uh, like Amsterdam. You are drinking to your potential. I am drinking to my always. potential. Talent, talent drinking. expected. Talent's actual beers per 60 always. It's, it's exactly. equal to his expected goals per 60. It's just, you know, maximum. I don't, I don't Sometimes it surpasses. I don't know what the analytics deem that to be, but whatever. I score more goals than I'm expected to. So whatever. I don't know. Fuck it. Let me get to this game. Uh, Penguins all the way. Plus 110. I absolutely love it in this game. Um, I like the under as well. Bukul has been great. Tristan Jari has had such a good year. And it's such a shame that like, yeah, we every time we bring him up on the show, we're like, yeah, he's been fine. But like, it's a shame that like not a lot of people are saying, hey, this guy's been a killer. That was actually a decent signing. Uh, how long did they sign him for? I hope it wasn't longer than like five years. But either way, he's he's had a hell of a season, which you don't always see from players after signing a contract, especially goaltenders. So let me let me throw some love to Tristan Jari's way. I love the under in this game. I love the Penguins. I love both goalies over uh, 29 and a half saves. I'm looking at that right now. It's at plus 410. So on a, a certain book where the talent roars, you can bet that, baby. Uh, you, you can name the book now. We, we're not sponsored. We're it's not. the Rhymes score. Rhymes with roar. Yeah, it's the score. I think it's affiliated with ESPN. I think States. ESPN has has similar has similar. Yeah, I think it's the same, but one's like Canada or Ontario, one's the states. I think they have all yeah. the same lines and shit. So, yeah, ESPN or the score. Um, love that play. Um, Dude, I, you know what, though? I was watching that game the other night against Seattle, and fuck me, that got ugly quick. Latang looked like a bag of dicks out there. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just an off night, but, like, fuck nah, me, bro. Like, that, nah. that, was a, that was a tough goal. It seems like the puck died on his stick every chance that he had it. So, um, I don't know. Either way, I still love the Penguins in this game. Give me the over. Give me the goal. Or the under. Give me the goal he saves, baby. One more thing on kind of this game related. I'm not gonna get. We don't want to get too deep into this because we're 80 minutes in already. But what what the fuck was Kyle Dubas thinking going to Pittsburgh? Like they're in a horrible spot. He gave up future assets for Carlson. It's like win this or next year, and then otherwise you're just you're just screwed. He's not going to get they another job. After this. They crowned him. That's all he wanted. He wanted the power. And now he, he he pulled a Rico Gudis, I guess. He got you know, his bag, I, and now he's gonna just gonna you know <laughs> peter out. No, I, I think you guys are thinking a little. I think you're a little short-minded when it comes to this opinion here. Um, they gave him fucking seven years, and they gave him the reins. Fenway Sports Group. They said we they want to win now, so you got to fucking try and win this year. I think his whole master plan was to be like, okay, I'll try to win this year for you. Oh shit, didn't happen. Now we're gonna do things my way, and I still got six more years to do it. Now, That's with that I being saying. said, I, I, I hope hate, so. I hope so. With that. I, with that being said, I hate the Carlson signing. What the fuck does that guy do for you right now? Like, uh, Christ, he's like, what, 31 years old? He gave me like eight years, seven years, whatever. That's absolutely insane. Uh, the Ryan Graves signing is fucking terrible as well. So uh, I'm not excusing those two, but I feel like this is like a, this is long-term thinking for dude. And he's president too, right? So they didn't just sign him as a GM. They signed him as a president. So 
That's what I'm and saying. then he made himself he GM. He went, he went full Spider-Man meme. <laughs> I guess Sorry, I could Joel, see him like trading, trading Crosby or Malkin or somebody like that. Not maybe not those two, but like some of the older guys for for younger pieces this offseason once they miss the playoffs. No, you're really just elaborating on what I was saying. Like he went for the power. Like uh, Brennan Shannon was always going to be king over him there, so he went to Pittsburgh where he was given all the power. Sure. Like he wanted the <laughs> president and the GM, like Doug Armstrong. Mm-hmm. No, it's 100 fair. You're right, but uh, it'll be a bigger sign where this team's at. Maybe like three years down the line from now, as opposed to work. Because you got to remember, he didn't really have much to work with heading into it. With that being said, the moves that he did make, with the exception of the Jari signing, haven't been great. So you can't argue against that. Yeah, Carlson is a loser. <sighs> Carlson. Which... Oh, Eric Carlson. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Riley Smith didn't even want to be in Pittsburgh. Like Vegas traded him away, like uh, like they do the cutthroat fucks. They don't have no loyalty, whatever. And Dubas mm-hmm. gobbled him up, and uh, he he's been terrible. There, there's a couple, like I said, there's a couple moves there that's like, what the fuck? And I don't like going to the media. We got to get younger. It's like, well, look who you got signed long term, bro. Yeah, you ain't yeah. getting any younger. Now, I will say, Cal Dubas does have a tendency to fill holes with players that like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm forgetting a word, but like unexpected. Washed up good. over the hill? No, 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 no. He's no, good at finding no. these guys normally exactly. from the Sioux who are very cheap. and uh, they no, from the, Yeah, right. just plug-and-place guys that can like, solidify the bottom. those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the, he right. has success track. And his drafting is exceptional, I will say. You know, look at guys like Matthew Nyes, Nick Robertson, fucking Frazier Minton. All those guys were found in the second round, right? So, and all those three are potential NHL players. Pontus Holmberg was a seventh round pick playing in the NHL. So he does have a good track record when it comes to drafting. So, all right, let's wrap this up here. We're going long. Uh, consensus plays, Gilbert. What do we got? Yeah, we have the uh, Jets Canes under five and a half at minus 108. We have the Panthers minus 148 in uh, Hokey Town there in Detroit and the under six and a half at minus 110 in that one. Uh, Edmonton on the road in Seattle minus 155 and under six and a half at minus 115. Minnesota minus 125 in St. Louis. The Flyers minus 130, which is now it's a lot higher in other books. So if you can still get that, uh, hop on that. And the over six and a half at minus 120. And then the uh, Bruins minus 130 and over five and a half at minus 125 there on Long Island. Right. What do we got here? Uh, oh, you moving ahead. down to, oh, what were you saying? Joel oh, wants this show to end. Yeah, let's, let's, we're going to a lot of dogs and totals, Joel. Frig off. Right? All right. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Current standings. Do we update these? Oh, I did not update these. No, I, all right. Me, uh... Well, don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about it. current standings or something. Joel's in first. I'm barely in <laughs> second. Standing. Ryan. Joel, Joel is fifty three forty nine and two. I believe he is up six point five six point one five units. And second place is Talon. He is forty eight fifty seven. He is minus one point fifteen point one one units. I am negative seventeen point two two units at forty four and sixty. Yeah, look at that math. Hey, look at that. This is almost like he's a not not accounting accountant. Uh, accountant, yes. Well, no, I I have a finance degree. Finance, exactly. Accountant finance is, degree. Yeah, yeah, yes. Joel, did you what did you go to school? Did you go to school for anything? Fucking that English is? literature. Oh, that <laughs> oh, makes that a lot of sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need Joel's poem and poem poem of a, of a week. 
Uh, I'll write you guys a poem. No yeah, will poem. you? Okay, let's do it. Hell yeah. Well, not right now, but yeah. No, uh, I'll, that's I'll okay. Write, I'll, write, I'll write a poem for the pod. Love that. Pod that's poem. unbelievable. Pod poem. Uh, <laughs> Hockey gambling uh, poem. Yeah, hockey gambling poem cast. <laughs> uh, Jolie, kick us off here. You have a little fucking, I don't know, who's a poet that I'm trying to say? Edward Allen Poe? Was he a poet? Poe the poet, yeah. Yeah. yeah there, uh, there right Baltimore. Um, Panthers money line, minus 148 against the Dead Wings. Rangers money line, plus 100 against the stupid Leafs. Senators flyers over six and a half, minus 120. Whoa. 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 What did you just okay. call my Leafs? Stupid. It's not, it's not kind. <laughs> it's not very poet, poetic of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, for myself. <laughs> very lackadaisical there, Joel. I swear lackadaisical is right. I think you guys fucking are just here. Fucking pissed off. Ducks up There's two now? Is that a haiku? Fucking ducks, man. Ducks fucking are up two, Joel? That's a yes? Yes. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. All right. <laughs> for myself, my lock is the wild minus 125 at the fraudulent blues. My dog, getting spicy here. Bruins Islanders draw a plus 310. Slutty. My total is the Jets Hurricanes under five and a half at minus 108. There's a lot of dicks on that dog you got there, Ryan. <laughs> that must be a shark. Uh, for my lock, I got Philly Moneyline uh, versus Ottawa, minus 130 here. Love the Flyers in this game. Hate the Sens every which way possible, always. Uh, for my dog, uh, Columbus in regulation versus Chicago, plus 115. Blackhawks suck. Uh, United States against the fucking Native Americans, baby. We've all seen this story before. Uh, and then for my total... Uh, Boston, New York, over five and a half, minus 125. There will be goals, gentlemen. There will be goals. All right, we're going long. Let's wrap this one up. Everybody go check out the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. That's supposed to be tons of stuff in the world of sports. We got 13 games tomorrow. It's going to be wicked on Saturday night. There's baseball. There's, I'm sure there's soccer going on somewhere in the world. It seems like everybody's playing that shit sport. We got fucking basketball doing its thing. NASCAR, MMA's firing. F1 is back. F1 is bad. Who cares? Verstappen's going to win everything. Like, honestly, it's such a fucking. Oh, he's shit. having his problems so far. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see. Oh, what? The first round of qualifying? Yeah, I think he'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> golf. Golf's doing its thing. Hell yeah. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. Found all the information on the SGPM website. Should he go check it out? Uh, check, 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 check it out. What, what, the, what's it all about? Uh, check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles that he's pumping out weekly, baby. Uh, those are absolutely killer. You know, we're getting down to the. Getting down to the dead ends, y'all. So, hell yeah. Be sure to check those out. Give you a little bit of an edge. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's an absolute blast. I'm sure it's going to be popping up tomorrow on a Saturday all day long. So, be sure that you get in there for that. You don't want to miss it. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in there, if you're not making money, uh, if you want to get into the Discord, reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HTP Twitter account, social media assistant producer. Uh, he's got two dicks on his own. He'll fucking slap those bad boys back and forth, and he'll get you in there. I'll tell you everything you need to do to get you in there. Uh, or what else you can do is, uh, uh, fuck, I don't know. You can, Christ, what's another What's another thing? Go find a bridge to jump off of because Joel will be right there with you. <laughs> and you I won't tell you not to. <laughs> <laughs> what did, am I missing something here? I don't get it. Whatever. Is that Devils good? are down 3-1. Oh, okay, okay. Well, little boy going to hell. Hell yeah. So, yeah, go jump off a bridge, I guess. <laughs> Joel will tell you to get to the Discord. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just close it out. I got nothing.
All right. Uh, all right, everybody. My name is Tal Jenkins. You can find me at Old Ducks with another one. You can find me at uh, you can find me at Twitter at Tal underscore Jenkins ninety four. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Martin. You'll find me trying to be social while uh, drinking a lot and fucking cursing the devils. It by yourself. <clears throat> Fuck you, Tom. Fuck you, Brian. Fuck you guys, man. Fuck, Fuck these devils. <laughs> we don't play for the devils. Maybe we, we should. Maybe it. Talon should be Ravi, in Talon in that. Yeah, we, Ravi, we'll you this guy a headband. 28 yeah. to 13 oh. in shots. Dude, I would. I can fucking play for the devils. Yeah. You're losing. They have Ducks about 13 shots? Nico Dawson's oh like God. a 15 Dude, hole. I feel like I, I'm not going to lie. Okay, I'm going to put this out right now. If you put me in the net against an NHL player just on breakaways, I feel like I could stop four out of ten. Maybe five. <laughs> yeah, I can stop four. What NHL player? The Logan O'Brien? No, I'm dead serious. Ryan Reeves? Ryan Reeves. <laughs> no, you name it. Brad Kogutis? You name it. Name the NHL player. Austin Matthews? Name yeah. the NHL player. Travis Konechny. Nathan Patrick McKinnon. Kane. Uh, I feel like I could stop. I feel, I feel like I could stop at least four out of ten. If, if no, you're, uh, if anybody's listening to this show and you know an NHL player, and I haven't been on the ice in like a year and a half, or if you're years, an ex, if anybody player. knows that, or if yeah, if you're an ex NHL player, or if you're an ex I used to stop Brian Bickle. I played against Mitch Hurd, who's oh, in the DEL right oh, now. Man. Like who else? I'm just saying, like I feel like I could stop at least four out of ten. So if you're an ex NHL player or a current NHL player. I heard four out of ten was uh, talent specialty college, so maybe he, maybe he has it. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't That's six? There were six. <laughs> six. Get it right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> Peace.